Chichichia. Oh. Yeah. Wow. The, what is it? The um, animal that grows. The. Yeah. What is that? I don't know. I shouldn't have said it if I wasn't gonna follow through. The, is it animal? No, it can't be that. <laughs> the animal that grows. But I guess it is a pet. It's something that grows. Yeah. The pot. The the pet. The pet that's a plant that grows. Perfect. Perfect. Um. Hi everyone. Welcome to FOH. I'm Elaine Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. And um, it's a service industry podcast that we make mm-hmm. for you. Yeah. And your loved ones. Mm-hmm. Your family, your friends. Coworkers. Cowork. Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, and uh, here we are on another beautiful day in New York City. It is a beautiful day. Huh? Uh, I have not been out in the beautiful day yet, <laughs> but I plan to. Not yet. Not yet. Um, Kelly, how's it going? How are you? Oh, I'm great. Um, yeah, as you said, gorgeous day. Mm-hmm. I got my lips done. Oh my gosh, we're going. We're going public. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, I'm. I'm all. No I love not it. To. No, I love it. Um, <clears throat> you guys. You know, for, this is an auditory experience, but I have um, small lips, so I paid someone to put more in there. Yeah, more stuff in there. Yeah, um, and they look great. Thank you. And for those of you who think nobody I know gets this stuff done, um, everyone you know gets this stuff done. It really does open up, like when you say, like, "Oh, this is something I have done." All of a sudden. Everyone does it. You, uh, people come out of the woodwork. Exactly. Here's my dirty little secret. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, especially in New York and in LA, everyone everyone pays a little fee to get themselves zhuzhed every once mm-hmm. in a while. Um, but they look great. Congratulations. Thank you. It's something you've been wanting for a while. Yeah. You I'm know. happy. Great. Summer of you. <laughs> um, cool. How are you doing? I'm fine. Thanks for asking. <laughs> Um, no, nothing to report. I don't have, well, I mean, I have a service story, but let's do those now, I suppose. Sure. Yeah. Take it away. Me? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, as you all may or may not know, I don't have a job right now, but, um, in the, you know, service industry. But as I mentioned last week, I've been babysitting. Um, so that's kind of my, where I'm coming from, Mm -hmm. the labor market. (laughs) Um, but I just had this kind of funny experience that ties into I feel like uh working in service a little bit which was that I um one of the kids I was babysitting his friend's mom was like I'm organizing a little get together um all the moms are gonna you know we're gonna have some wine and some snacks and the kids are gonna play you guys should come you know um obviously meant for the mother but I am babysitting the kids want to play so I'm invited so, which was very nice, um, but I went because the kids were very excited about it, and great for them. Cut to me, kind of in the mix, yes, with uh, five Brooklyn moms, um, and you know, when you're about the same age as the mothers, but you are not a mother, but you're kind of in their world, it makes Makes them uneasy. The horses were unsettled. <laughs> Pawing the ground. <laughs> a natural disaster approaches. Yeah. I was like, I felt like, um, 
And not like I'm like, it's not like I was like dressed hot or, you know what I mean? It's like, you know what I mean? You left your daisy dude. Yeah, I left home. my daisy, my little cutoffs on. I was wearing a halter top and platforms. Um, no, I mean, it's like, I don't know. Not that that's like such an old school thing, but I, I, I wasn't like the hot baby. You know what yeah, I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I truly feel that adults who, um, aren't in our line of work or another kind of front facing job for a certain amount of time, they do not know how to speak to each other if they don't have anything in common. Yes, that is true. Right. So I was like, why is this so insanely awkward? Because Mm I have walked up to groups. I don't know. And it's, you know, you can make a hat. It's fine. You know what I mean? You'd be like, oh, what do you do? Where are you from? Do you live around here? You know, whatever. whatever. Easy, easy. Whatever. Chit-chat. We do it for a living, or I used to. Jen and Benefer, you know, Benefer, Benefer's back. Let's, let's, yeah, let's wrap. How, like, how are you struggling to make conversation in There's, this exactly. moment? There's so much happening. Good and bad. We can go one way or the other. Come on. Anyways, so they just were like staring. They, it was so, they could, we could barely talk to each other. Let alone, Let alone me. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I am clearly the outsider here. You guys have to come to me because I don't know. I don't even know how to make a mommy reference. You know what I mean? I don't right. know how to talk about kids even. Mm-hmm. I got nothing. Yeah. It was excruciating. You test the bottle on your wrist. <laughs> <laughs> These kids are like 10. I'm like, so do you guys well, always test the... On the wrist? <laughs> or do you guys do it? How do you... Where do you go? It was really crazy, and it made me feel so, um, so much warmly, more warmly about the people we know, and like how we know how to make people feel welcome, even if we don't like them. That is really true. <laughs> even if I don't give a shit about them, I can still put in ha- a little bit of effort, and it's not weird. Yes. Also, I think something that we've discussed, and I've certainly noticed working, is. Nobody has good boundaries anymore. Mm. And it, but in a way it's making conversation easier because people are just, they're just spilling it. You know, you walk up, someone says, Oh my God, you know, my hair's falling out. Right. I'm, you know, whatever. Like, it's like, people are so, um, it's, it's weird to be bad at conversation in this moment when I feel like it's very, there's a very confessional moment happening. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, there was none of that going on. I would on. love for those moms to just loosen up and say, how often are you having sex? Let's oh, like, let's get it out on the yeah. table. I mean, I, right. I mean, I try. I, I couldn't. No, I mean, it's I not couldn't. your job. I couldn't. It's not your job. You're at work. They I, need to. Well, that's the thing, too. It's like, do you want some wine? I said, well, yeah, but also, you know, I can't talk. I gotta, I gotta be right. on the go here. Yeah. Anyways, it was just very funny, and I was like, it made me feel sad for people who become isolated like mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. and then they can't talk about anything. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. That's sad, man. That blows. I never want to be like that. Yeah. You know? Anyways, I pity the moms. I pity the mothers. <laughs> I mean... No, I on. don't. I'm sure there's some cool people who have kids, but it just can't... Like anything, it can't be your whole fucking thing. Yeah. It's not healthy. No. You know, spend eight hours a day on Twitter. Okay. Now, now, now we're that's talking. Healthy. That's healthy. I got a lot to talk about. <laughs> now we're talking mental health. The picture of it. Pick up a magazine. I don't know what to tell you. Anyways. Well, that's it for me. <laughs> what about you? Service stories? Um, I would say 
I mean, coming back kind of the, the flip side of your coin is I think like, I, I'm feeling everyone's so chatty. Everyone's having, mm. everyone's yucking it up. I mean, this could be me projecting this onto also the people of Prospect Heights and they're like, this woman will not leave our table. No. <laughs> What's going on? But, um, no, it's been, it's been nice. Like getting, you know, seeing old regulars and, and saying, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. And people have had babies. Yeah. And, lots. Um, yeah, a lot, a lot of babies. Yeah. And, um, it's been nice. I, yesterday I had two old regulars came, come in and they said, when, what, what age do you think that you have to start worrying about like your drinking? <laughs> and I said, I don't know. I lie about my age. So it doesn't affect me. No, you don't. They, well, they like that. They like that. That's they a good joke. They said, that's a good joke. They were dying. That's a good bit. Yeah. Um, that's a scary question. <laughs> I know. I was like, you don't want the real answer. That's yeah. No one wants the answer to that. Question. I was like, if you're worried about it, it's a problem. So <laughs> as they say, you know, if you're thinking about if it, if you're thinking about it. Um, but also I said, you guys are fine. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen it all. It's like, don't worry yeah, about it. Yeah. God. Also don't talk about your drinking when you're drinking at a bar. <laughs> That's not with a, the person who's bringing you the yeah, drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a good... Nobody's... A, no reliable narrators in this situation. Yeah. But it is um, true, sweetheart. But one of the bartenders at this, the bar that I work at introduced him to the paper plane. Uh-huh. That, you know, can we memo? <laughs> Speak on it. Putting out a memo to fucking throw that paper plane in the wastebasket. basket. <laughs> Lillian, I could not agree more. I was like explaining. There's a, a girl who's like a little less experienced bartending, and she's like, "What is a paper plane, actually?" And I was like, "It's not good." I just like it's one of those drinks that, like, seriously, seven years ago, people would pull out of their pocket as yeah. kind of a, "Oh, this is a citrusy whiskey drink." It's not. Just stop it. It's not good. It's not good. You know, I just remembered that I had a service dream that was <laughs> that I made a whiskey sour because someone ordered a whiskey sour and I was like, I'm, I was like, we don't do egg whites. Yeah. Yeah. And then I had, a, I just remembered that I had a service dream that I had made someone a whiskey sour and then a new bartender came on and made it with an egg white. And I was like, humiliated. Worst. <laughs> Cause that's, pro- that is the <laughs> thing that could happen. That could happen. Um, anyway. Yeah. And and he's like, should I be worried about my drinking? I was like, you should be worried about drinking this. <laughs> like, I didn't say that, but yes. I was like, I, I was like, when you're at the paper plane stage of drinking, I don't think you're talking about problem drinking. No, 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 no. I was like, you're trying to down candy. You read that in Food and Wine or whatever magazine. Yeah. And you're like, that sounds interesting. It's not. No, such a dorky drink. It's such a dorky drink. And I would much rather you say... A, we have a brown derby on the on our like signature yeah. cocktail menu. I'm like, just get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, B, I would much rather you just order a classic whiskey sour. Whiskey sours are good. Yeah, and I would say, of course. Yeah, they're fine. Yum yum. I would say <sighs> yum yum. I would say yum yum. No, you know what paper plane feels like to me? It feels West Coast to me. Oh, don't you think? Wow. I don't know. Maybe just because it's annoying. Yeah. It seems like a tech guy grabbed that mm. and went for it. Yeah. Anyways, just a hunch. Just a theory, just a hunch. 
Um, <laughs> Speaking of the West Coast. Oh, yeah. Let's take a boat ride over to a to... little town <laughs> called San Francisco, baby. San Francisco. Um, a town that used to be a town. And now is a pit. It's a pit of hell for everybody. Um, sad. Very sad story. <laughs> San Francisco. But that's not what we're talking about today. <laughs> not that part, anyways. <laughs> we're talking about a different comma, comma tragedy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, involving a restaurant, uh, Prime, Prime Rib. What's it called? It was called... The, the prime House rib of room prime rib. House of Prime Rib. House of Prime Rib. Um, now this little tip uh, we found from uh, one of the Family Meal Andrew from the Family Meal uh, newsletters, which are very good. You should subscribe on Substack. Um, but kind of laid out the um, the PR, the press, the reporting on this situation that's occurring at the House of Prime Rib at the moment, and it's a good one. It's a good story. It's a great story. Yeah. It's got it all. It's, um, so the house of prime rib is, uh, like a San Francisco institution. It's been open for 70 years. Um, and it is like kind of as it's no, no misnomers going on here. It's, uh, like a nice chop house prime rib. An interesting detail in the eater article is that they have a Saturday night prime rib dinner for the staff. Did you clock that? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He was like, no one got sick from our Saturday night prime yeah, rib dinner. Yeah, very weird. <laughs> I was like, is okay. that a thing? Yeah. Um, but they had been offering takeout during the pandemic, but of course a steakhouse is such a specific vibe. Yeah. I assume they weren't doing big numbers with the takeout. So they reopened for service and immediately they've been having problems with people getting it, I it seemed pretty specifically diarrhea yeah from the prime rib yeah so there's been um a lot of Yelp reviews Instagram posts etc um a particular website called i was poisoned Ivaspoison.com. I I meant to check that out before we got on air, and I sadly did not. Sadly did not. Um, But yeah, I guess you can just report (laughs) that you were poisoned. That you were poisoned. (laughs) Probably don't. I would call 911 first, and then I would go on to (laughs) Ivaspoison.com. No, I'm all ACAB all the way. I'm going straight to Ivaspoison. Here's a a site that you can call instead of... (laughs) Uh, isn't that isn't that public health? <laughs> oh, people just dying left and right of drinking um, bleach. I was poisoned. Also, like an intersection of something um, that we've covered on the pod is the um, Havana syndrome. Imagine going on. This I is, was poisoned with Havana. Syndrome. This is exact. That that is the first thing that came to my mind when was I Havana yes syndrome. when I read this. I'm not kidding. I was like this. Okay. So let's, let's unpack it a little bit because okay, yeah, yeah. I have, I don't know what you think of this theory and what. <laughs> yep. Yep. Why does it always become stupid? Okay. Well, I just want to say that the eater, I won't quote the San Francisco Chronicle because they do not give you a single free article. <laughs> right. I tweet, it would be impossible I to do. I tweeted about this, but I'm just like, how dare you? Um, I managed to read it though, because you know how the pop-up comes up over the article. No, I just, 
the tiny grayed out spot, I just oh. scrolled that for a long time. Because sometimes while it's still loading, if you, you hit the hunt. X while it's, yeah. lo- you know, and then you can get it in, you get in entrapment style. It's just like, I, I don't understand. Yeah. Whatever. Anyways. Um, but it's up a uh, rich food or food poisoning. The House of Prime Rib defends its beef by Ellen Fort. Great title, by the way. <laughs> Whatever editor put that past is incredible. Thank you. Um, so there's a timeline that we won't get too much into it. But basically, it's been a back and forth ping pong between <laughs> the the public and uh, the the fine people at the House of Prime Rib <laughs> defending themselves. Against these accusations. Of course. Um, they hired a... It got to the... So I, I don't know numbers-wise how many complaints, but it got to be a significant amount that they had to... Um, they had a health inspector come. Yeah. Check out the place. Everything looked fine. They made a post saying, listen, everybody, everything's fine. We're doing everything correctly. I don't know what's going on. Um, people still kept complaining. They shut down for... Two 20, days. Yeah, to... I guess do a deep clean or something. Yeah. Um, several things that I think could be going on. First of okay. all, first of all, quick question: What is a prime rib? Um, it's steak. No, it's beef. It's not like a rack of ribs. No, it's like it's like the carved meat at the like at a wedding buffet. What? Yeah. What does that mean, carved meat? You know, sometimes at the wedding, it's buffet, not a they'll steak. be like a guy like carving from a... No, I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that. But, okay, it's just like a big hunk and you carve from it. But it's not like when you get like you out for ribs. It's not ribs. It's not ribs. But why is it called prime rib? <sighs> Okay, I just I just was unsure, and now I'm even more. So. It's like when they say like pork butt is not the butt of the pig; it's, it's somewhere else. The ha- it's, but isn't it? Is that the haunch? William, I don't. Know. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't. I'm not trying to put you on the stand here. I'm just like I don't. I was trying to get a mental image of what people were eating before they got sick, and I was like, people are just gobbling down plates of ribs here. No, no, no. It's, it's hunks of ribs. beef. It's 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 carved. Shawarma? From... What is that? The carving. It's carved. It's carved. Okay. Well, anyways, so people are getting carved pieces of meat. <laughs> and, and... Listeners. Listeners. So, anyways, but... Uh, okay. Some people have floated that, and including the people who work it, who own... I'm obsessed of- with this as a PR strategy. What you're about to say, know that I'm obsessed with it. Well, they're saying, could it be <laughs> that you've spent this whole you know year year eating your white beans you go out for the first time you have a huge rich meal could it be that that's why you got sick yes i'm obsessed with this as a pr strategy because well also did you read alicia kennedy's newsletter this morning yes about hospitality and hostility and how we're kind of like in this interplay in our industry. Yeah. That this was really walking that line between hospitality and hostility where he was like, maybe you made yourself shit your pants. Well, he was like, maybe it's your fault. Okay. You gorged yourself on prime rib. <laughs> and that was your choice. And that was your choice. And now you have the runs. Okay. Well, I kind of believe that first of all. Yeah. I do. I believe that a little bit. I think, I think it's possible. Okay. I also think 
that there are um, because Prime the House of Prime Rib refunds anybody who has a bad meal. Oh, really? So what a lot of people are saying is that there are copycat people saying my fam. I saw a million comments. It specifically said my family of 12, my family of 12. My family of 12? I was like, who goes out to eat constantly with 12 people, banquet style, and specifically 12? My family of 12 is outlandish. So people, I believe, are scamming. Okay, yes. A a decent amount. I would say a decent amount of people are scamming, calling up, trying to get refunds. I don't know if you can verify or if they don't verify. I don't know how it's... It's like L.L. Bean style. (laughs) Yeah, R.I.P. And so anyways, I think that that's definitely happening i don't see how i just don't see another explanation i don't think i think the majority of food sickness food poisoning stuff is maybe not food poisoning Mm. i don't know i think people make themselves sick all the time i think people eat garbage and they get sick and that they but you're eating garbage that's why you're sick right you know yes i mean i have had real Food poisoning thing happened to me, which I guess is just norovirus in the food, and that's basically what you get. You get norovirus. Yeah. Um, it's very easy. And now maybe somebody working has norovirus, and they're giving it to people. I think that's maybe mm. possible. I don't think it's the prime rib okay. itself. Yeah, in my opinion, I'm I not a think, health expert, but I think that it is decently likely that people are. I didn't know about this refund angle. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I think it's decently likely that people are overindulging and their body is, is a little bit like doesn't fully know how to process it. Um, and so they're getting a little, you know, yeah. Case of the rumbles. And, uh, I just do think it's so funny. I will not get over it. I think it's so funny for you to just say that as the restaurant is just like, instead of, I mean, obviously they're offering the refunds and they're defending themselves, but it's just so funny to like, that's your defense is like you, (laughs) you, you did it. You did it to yourself. I think that yes, to your point that it's just, I think people do get food poisoning, but it's like when you're retracing the Mm -hmm. thought process, you're like that meal stands out because it was, you went out and you spend a bunch of money. And so you're like, it has to have been that. But I think that likely it's incidental. It's likely something else because, you know, as the guy said, they had the food inspector come in and everything looked good. Every, everything's temping properly. Everything's, you know, whatever. Yeah. I think it's much more likely that you in your own home would do cross contamination or would not have washed your hands enough. Like the thing is, is there's just protocols in place in kitchens that you don't think about. Even us who work in restaurants at home. Yeah. And so I think it's much more likely that you would inadvertently. Well, another thing is that, um, that I think it was in this Eater article they said, maybe it was another one, but basically that um, norovirus outbreaks have been so low, obvious for obvious reasons, and now they're going back up mm-hmm. because we all are interacting with each other again. Mm-hmm. So on top of everything else, everyone is just getting sick again because we are out in public with each other. Yeah. So totally. that's the other weird angle is that like, yeah, maybe there's a norovirus outbreak in San Francisco right now. Yes. And also the gut biome is actually sure. There's shared. There's a, like a lot that is, you know, more communicable in our gut yeah. biomes than we think of. That's true. You know? 
So, yeah, I mean, I think it's like a weird psychological combo of everything. Mm -hmm. But, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, Havana Syndrome, lip, I mean, we had a whole Patreon episode about, about it from that yeah. article. And now I'm rethinking the whole thing. Uh-huh. And you know what? We were approached by a gentleman on the street who worked for Cambridge Analytica. Oh, my and God. I think there might be a connection there. I think there might be a bridge. Oh, my God. You're right. <laughs> You're right. We were approached just seemingly from nowhere. <laughs> seemingly. Seemingly. Being the operative word. But you know what we were talking about? Charles, Charles Manson. Manson. And where was he? California. <laughs> <laughs> he made a lot of people sick back in the day, yeah. didn't he? <laughs> didn't he? Um, pig. Ribs. <laughs> Come on. Open your eyes. I people. thought you said it was beef. <laughs> <laughs> I am googling prime rib live at the um, moment. Um, so Lillian and I went to in Bushwick, just a bar, having a glass of wine with some friends. This man comes up to us, German man, obliterated. This is maybe at seven o'clock. This is standing pr rib roast, but it's not. See, that's carved meat. But it's there's a rib in there. There's a rib in there. Yeah, but it's not ribs. All right. It's not like... All right, it's a rib roast. Yeah. All right, sorry. Continue. Um, just talking about our new friend. And he's like, okay. are you guys talking about Trump? And we were like, no. <laughs> Literally, we had just said the name Charles Manson. Doesn't sound anything <laughs> like Trump. And we were like, no, we're not. And he's like, because I worked for the, the firm that got him elected. And we were like, yeah, nobody likes that. By the way, he had a small baby uh, strapped to his chest and he was blackout drunk. Yeah. We were like, that's not like, Trump isn't like the guy that you want to brag about. Well, I'm sure he thought he would be getting a rise out of the Brooklyn people. Right. Like we would, eat, we, we would, would fall strongly. Exactly. Yeah. And we were just like, okay. And he's like, it's Cambridge Analytica. And we we're like, yeah, yeah. that's, that's right. Yeah, he was horrible. He was, like, a fascinating interaction. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the good thing about the world now is that we mm -hmm. can have these kind of chaotic, spontaneous interactions again, which make, in my opinion, life worth living. Absolutely. Yeah, so I think I think there's a lot at play in this in this outbreak of food poisoning that I, I don't think the, the House of Prime Rib is 100% to blame. No, you know, everyone is fucking hitting the streets thinking that they are 100% fine. And guess what? Nobody is fine. And everyone's anxiety is so ratcheted up. And it's coming out in all these demented ways. One of which is probably freaking out about this, your prime rib dinner. Yeah. Okay? Absolutely. Deal with your shit because everyone's been through it, no matter what. And it's like, you can't just go right back out into the world and be like, everything's fine because it's not. No. And certainly... Prime rib wouldn't be my first. Oh, God. Wouldn't no. be my first kind of stop. Oh, my God. Are you kidding? No. I don't know what about that is so unappealing for your reentry meal. It's, there is something very strange about it, though. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. It's also like, I don't know. The whole thing's an uneasy. It makes me uneasy. Yeah. I mean, I guess it is that you're like, I really missed the experience of restaurants. And that's such a classic, like, archetypal. Sure. Ar Ar yeah. Yeah. 
restaurant, but like, yes, very strange. I mean, I guess I do want to go to Keen's pretty badly, but I'm not. But you're not, and also you're not going to get, oh. Kelly's doing a sawing motion. <laughs> yeah. I still quite, I'm not, I'm still a little shaky on the primer, to be honest. <laughs> I'm going to have to do a little more investigating. Do a little digging into that. You're sure it's it's always table side meat service with prime rib? I'm eighty percent sure. <laughs> I'm eighty percent sure. I didn't know there Solidly was a precursor 80%. to the table side walk and it's prime rib. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Bananas Foster and other Bananas groups. Foster. Fogo de Chow is sort of a mm-hmm. the the progenesy, you know? Interesting stuff. God, um, I would hate to have to do that. Are um, you kidding me? I would be so nervous. I was nervous. I somebody did bananas. Is it bananas foster? Yeah, when you light, light on, on fire, fire, right? Yeah. Someone did that in New Orleans for me, and I was like, I don't want you to have to do this. I'm really sorry. You know <laughs> did what I mean? Say that to them? No, but I'm like, <laughs> he seemed. Ner- he, I think it was like his. I think he told us it's my first time doing this, and I was like, oh my god, don't worry about it. I was like, so you know, secondhand. I mean, yum, nerves. yum, though. Bananas foster. Oh, very good. Yeah, so good. Worth it. Um, I think bananas are so good. They get a lot of hate. <laughs> <laughs> no one eats bananas. Everybody oh, loves them. Start say start. Start saying that on the street. I love bananas. You'll see. Everybody doesn't like fake banana flavor, and that I can get. They don't like bananas. That's ridiculous. From the tree, one of the world's most perfect foods. That and an egg. And they're they're, they and they're portable. They share something. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Is this what you guys want to hear on this (laughs) podcast? (laughs) Um, Yeah. Anyways, I think we're gonna see more of this kind of in. People are taking out weird restaurant. It's also a weird patron restaurant thing too. Exactly. The com- exactly. The complainy, the demanding, the like you owe me exactly. an apology. And yes, and it's this idea of I think too like I'm I'm looking for a perfect experience, mm-hmm. and I'm and it needs to like people are going to a restaurant seeking something that the restaurant simply cannot provide. Yeah, which is like. A return to normalcy. Right. And so they're like... Yeah. Instead... Instead... Puke my guts out. Yeah. God. Um, well, I... You know, the people in San Francisco, you're in my thoughts. You're in my thoughts. But, um, I don't know. Wouldn't be my first choice. The Wouldn't rib. be my first choice. And, and, and if it was, you know, look inward. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Look inward, for sure. This is a time to really check in with yourself. So true. Before you wreck in with yourself. <laughs> okay. So oh true. God. Before you wreck a restaurant's reputation. Exactly. And check the House in. of Prime Rib, I don't know, you know, I think they can withstand this, but... Um, I hope so, but also it's one of those things that if it falls, it's okay with me. Sure. Yeah, I have no stakes in it. I don't, I'm not a stake owner. <laughs> and, eh? uh-huh. that, that's a pun uh-huh. uh, of the house of prime rib okay um i think we're done here <laughs> let's do some patreon yeah we have new patrons great thank the lord who do we have we have Lori. Lori, welcome 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 and thank you so much and we have jeremy 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 Strong. Jeremy yeah. is strong. Well, you were saying? Oh, 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 Jeremy Strong, sure. The actor? Yes, the actor. We have Jeremy Strong, the actor. Thank <laughs> is you. Is our new patron. Is our new patron. And maybe he'll spread the word to his, <laughs> to, to his famous at friends. At least to around the set. I have <laughs> succession, I hope. 
Cousin not Greg. Af- not after what we've said about, about Jeremy. him. Specifically. Um, sorry, but maybe he's making amends now, as he should. Um, and oh, we're gonna do that for the Culture Club. Oh yes. And I'm gonna post about it, but we're doing the I like killing flies documentary mm-hmm. as recommended by a dear beloved uh, patron. Um, I've actually never seen that documentary, nor have I, and I would love to see it. And it's I believe on YouTube. So yes. you don't even have to pay for it. Yeah. Um, so I like killing flies about a diner owner, a legendary diner owner. Looks like a lot of fun. I think it's going to be a, a rip roaring good a time. A real good time. We've got newsletters. We've got other fun stuff and uh, announcements coming soon. Yeah. So thank you all so much for listening. Love ya. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.